Welcome to the Business Exchange Podcast, where we equip buyers and sellers of businesses to maximize income, minimize heartache, and change the trajectory of their financial future. Now here are your hosts, Mike Hall and Steve Wright. Well, we're glad to be with you here today again for the Business Exchange Podcast. And this is a special taping of the podcast. Um, We are really privileged to have with us today um, a special guest. Um, He is going to share his story with us, and we're thankful that he would take the time to do that. Um, David is currently a franchisee of Big Frog. Am I getting all this right so far? Big Frog Custom T-shirts, yes. Big Frog Custom T-shirts. David was in the corporate world at one point, and um, he's going to share a little bit of that story. He had the experience of being a regional manager or regional middle, mi- middle unit, yeah, district yeah. manager, but district okay. regional, you're all the, the, I mean, the links between the corporate and the field. So, yeah. Okay. All right. And then um, one unique thing about David's story is he was promoted out of his position into entrepreneurship. And that is what we're really excited to hear about today. So David, why don't we just get started with you sharing just a little bit about your background and I'm sure uh, Steve and I will have some follow-up questions for that. So Perfect. Well, thank you guys again, David Riddell. Um, I was with two companies, I mean, out of college, started working in one and spent 20 years, quickly moved up the rank. So I was an assistant manager for six months, a manager for three years, and then became a district manager. So moved up quickly and was with that first company for 18 years and then decided on my own to go to a second company, uh, bigger, bigger box, but still middle unit. And so now I'm 25 years into retail, having covered 10 states and lived in a couple Killing of places and, and been a part of seven acquisitions where our company would just buy people and, and they'd give me two thirds of the store, two thirds of a new chain. So, okay, oh, you've got 15 stores. We'll get rid of your 10 and, and give you 10 of these guys and fix them. So I had a pretty good track record between two companies and you do what you're supposed to do, right? A couple of years ago, I heard an expression um, or, or a quote, you spend most of your life climbing the corporate ladder only to find out it's up against the wrong building. Yeah. And, and where I loved that quote is because our generation, anybody over the age of 35 has spent 15 to 30 years huffing it, put me in coach, <laughs> doesn't matter what I make, where I move, I'm doing for skipping rungs, I got to get there. And you think that if you do everything right, you're going to get promoted. Mm-hmm. It's not opportunity you're, you're making things happen for. It's actually fear because you're trying to stay there longer, almost like yeah. an athlete. I'm playing through the pain because I need one more year. What can happen is a company can get bought out and new people come in and you're gone. A company can go away, which is unfortunately what's happening, I mean, either one of those two or, or suffer issues like the COVID world. I mean, COVID is a whole different thing, but in any business, buy, sell, fold, and there are casualties. And yes, if you get, I mean, you might get let go because of something you do. It might be because you had a boss for so long and a new one comes in. It might be company philosophies, whatever happens. Yeah. There's a thousand day, different reasons. Right. One day you're no longer there. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said promoted to entrepreneur is 25 years, good salary, 
car, company guy, and then here's the box, and the next morning you don't have anything to get up to. And how so am I going to pick? Peace out. Thank you for nothing. You are gone. Maybe yeah. you have some severance. David, um, one of my one of my favorite quotes is, you know, the the one that says, uh, you know, we don't know how we're going to get by without you, but we're going to start trying in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's. It, but that's, a pain, to... but that's a painful experience for people who go through that. And so obviously, you know, you didn't get promoted. You didn't get terminated or fired or let go. And then the next day, you know, you're back up on your feet and you're what, what, unpack that a little bit for the people who will be listening, because if people have ever tasted that and had that blood in their mouth, I mean, man, that's a heart wrenching time of life. You're fighting, so you continue to do your job. And I mean, maybe you have a mortgage, maybe you don't, maybe you have a family. Everybody's got different levels of of home life, yeah. but at work, you're doing it. And then all of a sudden, and I saw it for years, every January um, in my first company, there would be this day that, oh my gosh, our boss just got let go after he had to let two of our colleagues go. And it was just a realignment that a year and a half later, though, it'll, it'll find its way back. But you are there going, what do I do? I only know how to work. And, and I had to get paid. And how do I live? And there's a ton of tears. I mean, you're 40 something years old, crying like an absolute baby. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, you're lost. Yeah. You are lost. You are scared. You are mad. Name an emotion. You are it. And, and even if it was a termination by your fault, you're still going to, I mean, emotions. Don't matter. What do I do? Where do I go? Even if it's just the cat that depends on me. Um, in my case, it was, it was wife and kids and you go, Oh my gosh. And then the older you get, then you start looking, right? Cause I only know retail. I only know middle management. So it's, it, I mean, going back to school, I don't know, where am I going? What am I doing? And, and you start so, looking yeah. for a job so and the same thing. Start, did you just start getting on Indeed or start pumping out resumes? I mean, what, like, what did you do? But, but then you realize that I'm not 60. I didn't get business dementia. It's not, I didn't forget <laughs> it. I've got a 30 year history of how to make decisions, but Oh, you made this and yeah. you, and you spent time with this. You, there comes a time when you're not going to find anything. You can't, I mean, you can't do it. And so I'm, and, and I, I happen to be in an area that there weren't a lot of jobs in there. So then do I want to move? Right. Yeah. I mean, do I want to, I mean, sell the house, take a loss on the house, whatever the situation with that, but then I got to move and I got to start again. And you don't know what to do. So yes, a ton of, a ton of resumes, um, a ton of LinkedIn and find the connections and where do I want to go? And the kids are at the age of, of middle school and late elementary school or high school. And do I want to, do I want to move them out of here? We just got here. It's ugly. Yeah. It's mentally draining. It can be financially draining too, because were, were you, were you in that world, so for context, were you in that world a week, a month, a year? How long were you in, in that? So week? it was, it was beginning of August. Um, when I was no longer there, I spent two months, two and a half months, just pounding it. And I understand it can take longer than that, but I went, I mean, I had connections. I went crazy. So, so through August, September, um, beginning of October, I'm looking. And then the eye-opening epiphany and the reason we I said promoted to entrepreneur is that company decided that I couldn't work for them, that my um, whatever I had done didn't matter. So how did I take that? I started to say, what 
have we wanted to do? This is the perfect opportunity that if I can't work for you, who can I work for? I can work <laughs> for me, right? And then you find the Mikes and the Steves or you find the internet or you find a friend. Whatever you do, you say, huh. And then as I'm still looking, just not as hard, right? I'm, I, I've still got the resumes out there. I'm still making connections, but now I'm putting the focus into franchises and there's only 12 or 15,000 options. And I mean, so look, all these people need me. Yeah. Now the difference yeah. is they're not gonna pay me a salary with the car. I get to pay them, which is a different risk. So I'm gonna find a franchise and I'm gonna take all this 401k IRA stuff and I'm gonna put it and I'm gonna pay them, but they have to hire me because I have the resources, but yeah. I get to be my own boss. So it's a different kind of scary then. And, and so then we signed by um, mid-December and opened in May. So okay. it was August of oops. Okay. And it was May when we opened. And then the next step of, of, of so, being. So, David, before we chase that down too much, the question that I have, and, and I know Mike has a couple, but at, at some point, you know, you're weighing, if I go back to work, that, you know, that has its own risk right? Because yes. the exact same thing could happen again. And well, uh, right. So, so you go back to a company that you don't know, right? The one that I started, started and moved up, I knew everything about them, even though, even though business morphs. And the other one that I had been with for a couple of, for, for a couple of years, um, for five or six years, same thing. So now you're going to take a gander and you're going to start not knowing if that's going to work. Sometimes it involves a move, and then, and then do I, I want to do that risk? So yes, there's a whole lot of, Both um, ways. which rabbit hole do I go down? Mm -hmm. um, am I getting too old for this? Or is the same thing going to happen? Right. Mm -hmm. But you seem like, you, you know, you're excited about where you are. You've taken the risk. You're going to be your own. What would you say to that young entrepreneur? Maybe, maybe there's a 35 year old, maybe a 40 year old and, you know, he's been doing the corporate, maybe he's worked for one of the big Raleigh businesses and, you know, they, they gave him the, the sad song, but, you know, basically whatever you want to call it, terminated, furloughed, let go, fire, you know, <laughs> right. They basically, you know, they all mean kind of the same thing. What, what, what kind of advice, what kind of coaching, what kind of mentoring, you know, somebody once said that a mentor is someone who's been where I've not been, they've seen what I've not seen and they've done what I've not done. So you're one of those pioneers. I mean, you've gone out, you've bought a business, you've bought a franchise. Looking in the rearview mirror, what would you say to someone like that? So there's a famous, a, a very popular Steve Harvey clip on YouTube where he's on Family Feud and in between tapings because they tape the whole week at once and he has to change clothes and he comes out and he's standing on the edge of the stage and it's like this 10 minute thing that says just jump, right? You can be as afraid as you want. We're afraid of everything. We're afraid to ask out the pretty girl. We're afraid to, to drive in the beginning. We're afraid when we start our first day of everything. But when you just go jump, then it's all worth it. And that's the biggest thing that, that if you can just say to yourself, do I want to do this or not? Now, are there inherent risks with owning your own business? Yes, but there is a, 
um, a, a freedom let off of you because you get to make your own decisions. In my case, my wife and I got to work together. Our daughter can come in and help. We can hire the way we want to. We can give a 50 cent raise without four hours of review writing. We can have a pizza party well, because we want own, to. You can set your own culture. Yes, yes, 100%. Um, and, and that's what I love. The things that I love about corporate, like I wrote a 26-page handbook because that's all I knew. Here it is. If I had to use it, no, because I'm not going to do 30-page reviews. But, but I, I mean, we get to do the things that corporate can't do, and that's treat people like humans. If you want to say, mm -hmm. you know what, we've kicked butt, go home early, you can. And, and there are laws and there are things. But right. it, I would say... Now, I mean, if you don't know if you want to do it, you should probably do it. And I'll try when I do when I do calls, like lots of people will call for validation calls for Big Frog, um, and tell me should I should I do it? I, I'm going to try to talk you out of it. And if I can't, then you should. But it's there, there are risks. But if you have the means, and you don't have to be rich to own a franchise, you just have to have means, right? Because there are loans and things available, and that's where you you guys, where Mike and Steve come into it. Um, and and if you don't know, then you either talk to, you call somebody up, call you guys, talk to somebody like me that you heard on a podcast, go to SCORE, go to the small business center in the, and, and the, the, the resources that I've had and found have been unbelievable. I'm a SCORE mentor. Um, I've worked with small business centers in the community college, go to a chamber function and meet somebody and just say, can I pick your brain? It's like, don't assume, don't react quickly, do some research, but it's as scary as starting for somebody else. The, the safety net with somebody else is you might get a paycheck. Here in, in, in retail or in, in franchising, you have to work for it. And what boy, if you do, and, and it's, it's your house, it's your kitchen, it's your peanut butter and jelly sandwich at midnight, nobody can take that away from you, regardless of what the situation is. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you mentioned earlier about that leaning, the ladder leaning against the, you know, wrong, wrong wall, you know, is the whole idea of risk, re, the reward part of it. It is. Well, you're, you're already, you're always building it for the other guy, right? Whether it's an individual or corporate. And at some point being able to, I, I love the way that you uh, expressed it, but at some point, you know, you're pushing all the chips in and betting on you. It really, it, and that's what it comes down to that, I mean, yeah, you say risk, risk reward, but I watched people get promoted that I knew weren't doing the job and it became politics. Well, yes, there's politics and everything in life. I have to go to chamber meetings and networking meetings and I have an image to uphold. And when I walk in the room and oh my gosh, big frogs here, I can't act a fool and own a business, but it's my business. And so, yes, I'm gambling on me. And the reason picking a franchise is they have a business model. Now, if you pay them the money and they get you the cookie cutter opening and you go, good, now it's going to rain from the sky, Chick-fil-A, um, Krispy Kreme, maybe. There's some of those that instantly you're raining money. The rest of us, that's as much like a BNI. You've paid for the right to have this and what you do with it. So I could bet on me. I could say the franchise can teach me the franchise. My wife's a payroll bookkeeper. 
My strength for 25 years was hiring because for 50, I'd have 15 to 30 stores in one to six states, so I couldn't be there. So I knew I could hire the right people. And then the rest we learned. The rest you throw spaghetti at the wall, you become a franchise Italian, you just keep chucking it and see what sticks. And I mean, you just do it. It's, it's, it's the Italian entrepreneur. It's like, Whoop, 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 done. But you are betting on yourself. And in no corporate ladder, you are ever going to do that. You could say, well, if I keep doing this, they're going to promote me and they're going to love me. Not going to happen. Corporations don't love. They just never will. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, David, uh, we're talking to David Riddell of Big Frog. Um, um, and he's sharing with us his experience from having been promoted out of the corporate world into entrepreneurship. All of this is good, solid wisdom uh, for, for those who are thinking about, you know, what do they want to do with their life, especially in the wake of all of these COVID layoffs, furloughs, firings. There's been so much of that lately. Um, David, why don't you share... Um, what were some things that you instantly realized when you decided to make the move into entrepreneurship? What were some of the lights that clicked on for you as, hey, these are transferable skills that I developed here that I can use here? Talk well, a little bit about that. Well, work ethic, work ethic is never going away, and you need more of that. <laughs> um, patience you don't really have in corporate but that's a virtue you need because you i mean you have to think long term um i mean so all of the characteristic traits of of patience and personable and and work ethic and um matter but in my case people skills multi-unit skills because in owning a franchise or in any small business the biggest term is work on it not in it and when I see big frogs that don't make it, it's because either they wanted to be a designer and a printer and thought that was groovy, so then they're in the store all the time, or they stunk at hiring. And my job is not to be on a boat. I mean, I didn't pick a um, turnkey business like you could at like a Great Clips. Or, so there, there are some that you could. It's an owner-operator. 90% of franchises are owner-operators. So I didn't do this to sit on a boat and vacation. It would be nice to have a little bit more vacation. But... Um, it's to work on it. And so going out in public takes skill because you have to have the right people. So hiring and treating people and all of the relationships that you've made, that matters. And then there's mm -hmm. something, the reason I picked what I did, like I didn't pick food because as much as I love to eat, I don't know how to run it. And there's so many different things in food. The reason I didn't pick auto is because I, for 20 years, I'd have a um, corporate car and I'd turn it in. I can't change the oil. And I didn't pick a cleaning place because you become a glorified salesperson to people with brooms. And I didn't pick a fitness place because that's clearly not me. So I picked a business that even though it's I can't design, I can find thousands of 18 to 25 year olds that can and love that and can make the computer dance, right? You've got resources. If my wife didn't do payroll and bookkeeping, great, I can find somebody. So it's playing to your strengths, hiring better than you, hiring differently than you. Um, if I hired like I was a 25, hired a 25 year old like I was 25, well that was 1990 something and that's mm -hmm. not gonna work. So looking at the world um, differently, 
But the biggest thing is, is just know what you're good at, find a business that fits what you're good at and where you can leverage the things you weren't good at. And if you don't admit you're not good at it, I don't care what you pick, corporate or not, it's a long road because you can't stop learning. I mean, we have our, our, t our fetal position tier moments every single week, like, oh, blew that again. And, constantly in the fire which is fabulously fun and fabulously rewarding but this is a scary world working for yourself well david one of the things I, I love the franchise model and you know obviously there's a lot of really phenomenal franchises i, I always you always bold things down to these real simple analogies but you know the one of the reasons that i love the franchise model is you know tina and i you know i'm you and i are about the same age i'm in my mid-50s and you know, we've moved multiple times and not one time have I ever cleared land, laid the footing, poured the concrete, laid the foundation, put the, you know, the frame up, the flooring, the plumbing, the elect, you know, never one time has Hina and I thought that was a wonderful idea for us, right? And what I'm really good at, my skill set is I, I'm able to go in and take the for sale sign down walk into the house, turn on the light switch, plug into the Wi-Fi. All of this stuff's got to already be working. Arrange right. your furniture. Yeah, yeah. I, can, and I, I can move the furniture where my wife tells me to put it. That's why I picked franchising because you are, um, you're given something. And in corporate, I never broke rules. I bent because I, I mean, you have to treat people individually to reach the same goal. It's not a cookie cutter world. And so I had to make modifications to fit. And you could go to 15 stores of mine and it may be a little off from what they want, but you're gonna see a day footprint. So well, you're right, a franchise gives you something to work with enough to say, like, why didn't you do your own thing, Dave? Because I wouldn't know where to begin. I'm used yeah, to yeah, starting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So David, uh, before we get off today, Mike's going to land the plane for us after you give us a little commercial. But I, I want you, I mean, one of the all-star franchises that are out there is Big Far, Far, uh, Frog Custom Tees, right? And so obviously you're a big uh, proponent and I mean, you're in it, you're baptized in it. And you know the good, the bad, the ugly, right? And so uh, give us, if somebody was listening and they, you know, they were interested in a, in a big frog, you know, uh, franchise, give us, give us a, you know, a two minute spill on why they should consider what you guys are doing. So I would say two things. I mean, for again, score small business center or guys like, like Steve and Mike here are your resources. Talk to anybody in franchising, figure out if it's for you. And then there's even a website called Franchise Gator, which you can, your head can hurt because you can scroll for days, but at least you're sitting on your couch doing it. It'll give you an overview. So I mentioned the, the big five franchise things. Um, I mean, do you want to do retail or cars or, um, or fitness or cleaning. I picked retail, obviously. So Big Frog Franchise Group is 85 store strong, been around about 14 years. Uh, I mean, it's custom custom apparel. So the two, you'd say, well, I don't know anything about printing, but the franchise does. I don't know anything about design, but others do. I know the retail model. And the two greatest things about Big Frog, I mean, there's, there, that, that, 
set it apart is the service has to be magic. And between Walmart and Amazon, there's no service, right? Ordering off the internet. So you get to bring customer service back and then you have to be a part of the community, whether it's being on a board of a nonprofit or going to chamber networking things or giving back to, to the school and you get to make up those rules. I've decided I'm going to give this many shirts, right? You can't do that in corporate. And, and you see in Walmart between the two restroom doors up near the register, this is what we've done for the community and it's always checks and as a small business owner you can open the doors and say I'm open nobody cares right because there's lots of other competition including the internet so what separates you and in a big frog the, the defining factors are you can do one shirt whereas we all grew up having to do bulk so we can do bulk in screen printing or embroidery or we can do one at a time full photo custom detail free design and it's a retail brick and mortar space so you get that sing and dance kind of kind of service thing the original founders are still in charge the president and vice president so you get the people that ran the first store treat you like family 85 stores deep where we're all um, working with each other I'm one of four people four owners on the advisory committee that um, I mean, voted on by our peers and I'm on my second term and so we get to fight for the greater good I mean every screen printer prints stuff we because of the business model are the experts. So you come to us to figure out where to put your logo, whether it be for church or school or even personal. It's a, I mean, it's a birthday party and how do I do it? What is the best decision for my brand, my style, my budget? We help you, we end up printing, but um, you, you get this cool business model with a great franchise that's a, a one of the higher ranked franchises when you go to like um, when, when you start looking at the reviews in terms of what we think and where it's going and uh, um, I mean it's nice to even though we're 12 or 14 years old to be smaller and be a part of something rather than one of the big ones and then it's not much to get in I mean under 200,000 in is better that's than, than many of them the one hundreds of thousands yeah yeah that's with upfit franchise fees everything Right, right. You can open the door for under 200. Now, when you're getting paid is up to a lot of different factors, right? And if you think that because I signed, the money's going to start falling out of the sky, not so true. I do lots of calls, validation calls. Can I make my $120,000 back in the first year? I say, that's not what this is about. This is about a different kind of lifestyle until you get there. Well, can I be home every day at dinner? You could, but you're not going to be growing the business because you have to be, a, I mean, the, the community guy. And sometimes lightning will strike, but for the most part, you are an owner-operator. You are absolutely loving it, passionately working your tail off. Yeah. yeah. So we've had the opportunity to talk about what it means to be promoted to entrepreneurship. And so if there are any listeners out there or viewers of the uh, video, we're going to post the video on our YouTube channel. Um, and you're just thinking to yourself, I'm kind of in that spot. I, you know, I don't know what to do next. I had that safety net, that blanket that I thought was going to take care of me. And it's not there anymore. Well, it's time for you to get tough and get going. And you need to learn and contact people like Steve and I, and maybe, um, you know, you get reach out to us. Our number is 919-424-1927. Um, you can email me at mhall at tworld.com. That's m-h-a-l-l -L at tworld.com. Our website is uh, transworld, 
slash trendsworld.com slash Raleigh and just get in touch with us. And we're more than happy to share with you what we know about uh, becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, we especially um, help people who are interested in buying an established business or a franchise. Um, and we'd love to be able to give you some information and maybe point you in the right direction. But just know this is not a brick wall. This is not a dead end. This is a, a chance for you to pivot, just like in David Riddell's story. You have it's a, a new beginning. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning, exactly. And so uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. David, we really do thank you yeah, for absolutely. spending time with us today. If somebody wanted to follow up with you to learn about Big Frog or just to kind of connect with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? So direct email is davidr at bigfrog.com. But I mean, they can look up Big Frog Durham or Big Frog Asheville. I mean, that's we Google well in both places. Um, in, in your world, I mean, there is a North Raleigh franchise that are different owners, but, but I come with, I mean, um, I mean, one store's, one store's got 10 years in, I bought it in mid-transition, then one I opened from the ground up, and then advisory committee, and I'd be happy to help anybody. I mean, I do the validation calls in the advisory committee, and my role, I mean, it always has been in life, is just to help. So, I mean, it talk talk is good and a group of frogs is called an army everybody has an army whether it's their family their church their business community they've got colleagues from wherever they just got promoted out of or um, and and utilize those and talk about it it's not an easy decision but boy is it a rewarding one mm, thank you david well for steve and i uh, and the rest of the business exchange podcast team we thank you for being here today, David. Listeners, we thank you for tuning in and spending time with us. And just remember, if you're out there and you need help, get in touch with us. If you're a business owner, never forget, keep those books clean and keep our number handy.